This is Inside Indiana Business Radio for the afternoon of Tuesday, January 30th, 2024. I'm Kate Sharon. A nearly century-old former Boy Scout camp in southeast Indiana is undergoing a restoration led by a group of former Boy Scout leaders and camp staff members. The not-for-profit Friends of Camp Lewis Ernst has been working for the past three years to restore or rebuild those facilities and make the camp accessible to scout troops, youth groups, and civic organizations. Keith Baker, vice president of Friends of Camp Lewis Ernst, said because the camp hasn't been a full-time summer camp since the 1970s, the group has had a leg up on the restoration effort. We are right now uh, putting together money to build an educational center there for environmental education. Uh, A lot of purpose for that building, but we would like to see school groups and organized activities like YMCA, not only scouting, but but other groups come in and use that facilities. Baker said the group's fundraising goal for 2024 is $40,000. A third-party logistics firm headquartered in Chattanooga, Tennessee, plans to close its facility on the west side of Indianapolis. In a warn notice filed with the Indiana Department of Workforce Development, Kenco Logistics Services LLC said the closure will result in the layoffs of 110 employees. The company did not specify why it decided to close the facility. The affected workers have been notified of the move, and the layoffs are scheduled to occur on March 19th. Periton, a national security company headquartered in Reston, Virginia, has announced plans to expand its research efforts in West Lafayette. The company has signed an agreement to move its West Lafayette Research and Innovation Center to the Purdue Applied Research Institute. Financial details of the company's move are not being disclosed. Periton was recently housed at a temporary location in West Lafayette. The West Lafayette Research and Innovation Center, Periton says, conducts applied research and development in cyber, networking, operations, and quantum technology. Technologies, with deep expertise in cyber defense, critical infrastructure protection, and exploration and assessment of emerging cyber threats, among other areas. From the number one source for Indiana Business News, this is Inside Indiana Business Radio. Looking for a great way to tip off the 2024 NBA All-Star Weekend in Indy? I'm Gary Dick, inviting you to join business and community leaders from throughout the state at the Economic Club of Indiana Luncheon, sponsored by IBJ Media. It's February 15th at noon at the Indiana Convention Center. I'll be interviewing NBA Commissioner Adam Silver, giving you an inside look at the league and all things All-Star Weekend. Reserve your ticket or table for right now at economicclubofindiana.com. Evansville's new Climate Action Director is working to revamp the city's Environmental Protection Agency with a renewed purpose and direction. We're charged with implementing this climate action plan and all of the strategies within, which involves many, many, many city and county departments, but also organizations out in the community, business, industry, not-for-profits, economic development groups, academia. We're trying to get away from the image that all we do is regulate and enforce. Instead, we want to work with people to incentivize good change and collaborate with them to make it happen. Laura Norvell plans to rebrand the department as Evansville Climate Collaborative and says the goal is to get more people involved beyond the government. Norvell hopes to submit a revision to a city ordinance with the change in agency name and duties to the Evansville City Council at its meeting on February 12th. Norvell and new climate and compliance specialist Nicole Chandler are working to revise the 2021 Evansville Climate Action Plan beginning in March with a focus on energy consumption. 
Fort Wayne-based Metal X LLC said Monday that it has selected a site in Northwest Ohio for its previously announced $300 million aluminum recycling campus. The 190-acre site in Defiance, Ohio will include an aluminum rolling slab manufacturing plant, a scrap metal shredding and advanced sortation facility, and a dedicated logistics hub, the company said in a news release. The campus is expected to create 180 new jobs. The metal recycling business was also considering sites in southwest Michigan and northeast Indiana before settling on northwest Ohio. Indiana University faculty and researchers secured $772 million in total sponsored research awards in 2023, the university plans to announce Tuesday. The total marks a $42 million increase over the previous year and includes research funding for health initiatives, drug treatments, and efforts to enhance civics education. A sponsored research award is funding from an external entity such as a private foundation, corporation, or governmental agency for a specific research project with defined parameters. A bill to limit who can buy agricultural land in Indiana advanced Monday with bipartisan support. House Bill 1183, authored by Representative Kendall Culp of Rensselaer, would prohibit purchasers from, quote, adversarial countries from owning or leasing Hoosier farmland. A list of those countries is kept by the U.S. Department of Commerce and currently includes six nations, Russia, China, North Korea, Iran, Cuba, and Venezuela. The proposal builds on a previous measure passed in the 2022 session, which limited foreign entities from buying more than 320 acres in Indiana for crop farming or timber production, among other restrictions. Hard Truth Distilling Company co-founder Jeff McCabe is this week's guest on the Business and Beyond podcast with Gary Dick, presented by PNC, a weekly conversation with high-profile Hoosiers in business, sports, entertainment, and beyond, available now from your favorite podcast provider. I'm Kate Sharon for Inside Indiana Business, radio on demand.